Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to give you tips for automatic cleaners, and I'll go over some do's and don'ts with the automatic cleaner, and I'll go over some questions I get asked all the time, like, can you leave your automatic cleaner in the pool all the time? Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And I'll start by answering the first question, can you leave an automatic pool cleaner in the pool all the time? Now if you have a pressure cleaner or a suction cleaner, I think you can leave it in the pool all the time without any issues. The only time I would take it out is if you're having a party. And I really highly recommend that you kind of train your customers to tell you when you're going to have a party. And then you yourself will be the one that will take the cleaner out of the pool. I've had customers break the quick disconnect in the wall on the pressure cleaner. I've had customers, you know, take out the cleaner without turning off the side port causing some pump issues and cavitation, and then they call you wondering why their pool heater's not working. It's because they took the cleaner out without turning the valve. So I'll go over some tips real quick on what you can tell the customers, and basically just let them know that, you know, when they're having a party, to call you, to text you before that weekend, and you'll take the cleaner out yourself. Or you can teach them how to take it out safely. I think you can do either or. If the customer seems like they can handle it, Show them how to use the quick disconnect on the Polaris cleaners, and of course the uh, pen, the Pentair cleaners are the same on the pressure cleaners. You can turn them and take them out of the wall without breaking off those tabs if you do it properly. And with the suction cleaner, show them how to turn the side port valve off. And now you're going into territory that may confuse them. And I always defer to the you know the best method is to have you take the cleaner out before their party. Clean the pool really well, take the cleaner out, and then store it the way you want to store it. For a robotic pool cleaner, you know, technically you can leave it in all week. And there's a lot of them that have a weekly program where you can actually, you know, leave it in the pool and have it turn on during the week. Some of the cleaners also have the debris chamber set up on top. So you can actually go to the first step, take off take off the debris chamber without removing the robot and then leaving it in the pool I, however, don't really like that idea. And I know why the manufacturers are kind of doing that with robotic pool cleaners because they want to kind of be similar to a pressure and suction side cleaner. But I've seen what happens to a suction cleaner or a pressure cleaner after three or four years of being in the pool continuously. And they don't look too pretty. And I would suspect that a robotic pool cleaner left in the pool for months on end or all year long would have the same kind of you know, degradation of the color of it, the parts of it. And I think for a logical reason, just the fact that they're like a thousand bucks and you, you know, you wouldn't 
leave your $1,000 laptop outside or in the garage or whatever, you know, every day. Definitely the same thing with a bought a pool cleaner. So I have, you know, Polaris Alpha IQ. I can leave it in the pool all the time. But I take it out and I cover it and I make sure that once it's done with its cleaning cycle, I remove it immediately from the pool because I just don't want it to be damaged by the water. Now, basically, these motors in these cleaners have seals that are just really bulletproof nowadays. I mean, they give you a three-year warranty on a lot of these robotic pool cleaners because they really improve the water seal on their motors. And I think it's safe to leave it in all the time if you wanted to. I just think, why take the risk of leaving it in the pool when you can easily take it out and put it on your deck or cover it? And definitely cover it when it's out of the pool. I don't recommend leaving it exposed to the sunlight or put it in the garage or store it somewhere out of direct sunlight in a controlled environment. But it is a $1,000 investment and leave it in the pool every day doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But again, I do get why the manufacturers have that weekly cycle. So it kind of mimics a suction and pressure cleaner. Now, as far as the pressure and suction cleaner, just leave them in 24-7. They're going to last in the pool. The plastics are really well made and it's really not going to have any effect. In fact, I think if you take it out of the pool, you have a greater chance of breaking it. I can't tell you how many customers have taken their cleaner out of their pool and they've dropped it or stepped on it or stored it somewhere where it gets damaged. And so it's probably safer in the pool in the long run than leaving it on the pool deck. And plus the sun, I think the sun is more damaging than the pool water. And so the hoses are going to get ruined by the sun. The cleaner itself is going to degrade quickly with the sun's UV rays hitting it. And so in my personal opinion, in the water is safer for your suction or pressure cleaner. Now, of course, if you're closing your pool for the winter, take it out, put it in the garage and store it. But if you're keeping the pool open year-round like we do in California, most of Texas, Florida, Arizona, Nevada, leaving the cleaner in the pool 24-7 doesn't any, does no harm to it. And it's going to be operating in the pool anyway, helping keeping it clean. And so definitely I would keep it in the pool. I was at the Zodiac headquarters and they were they have like this test lab and they had the MX-8 in this kind of microwave device that was giving it like constant UV rays and they were showing me how durable it was. They also had a drop testing machine where they would drop it. And so these are really durable, well-made cleaners nowadays. And so I think leaving it in the pool is fine. Now, if you do take it out of the pool with a suction cleaner, there are a few rules to follow. And the number one rule, I think, is you don't want to coil the hoses up. The reason why they sell the one meter sections of hose and you snap them together is to prevent a memory from forming in the hoses. I've always asked, hey, can I just use a standard pool hose, you know, a 30 foot pool hose on my automatic cleaner? And the answer is no, because basically it's going to start getting a memory or coiling up and you don't want that to happen. And that's why they're in those one meter sections. So the worst thing you can do is take it out and roll it up like a regular pool hose or your garden hose in a big circle because if you leave it on your deck for just even a day or two, those hoses are going to get that memory. You put it back in the pool, and it's going to have that circular pattern that's kind of built in since the hoses were circled up or rolled up, coiled up like that. And there is a few things you can do. You can take the hoses apart and leave them on your grass in the sun. Sometimes that'll straighten them out. What I like doing is just taking different hose sections, disconnecting them, and then moving them around and kind of creating... Um, an uncoiled kind of hose. So if there was some that were near the front of the cleaner, I moved those towards the middle. The ones that are towards the back, I moved towards the front. And that kind of creates like an uncoiled 
hose on some degree there's still going to be some coiling of the hose but definitely you don't want to store it or take it out and coil the hose up so I was at one of my service stops and they have a Zodiac Ranger that I put in and I was there one day and it was not in the pool and so I'm looking around the yard for it and finally I couldn't find it anywhere I searched the, you know the garage area the backyard by the equipment and so I finally text the customer and say hey where's the cleaner you know they you know I can't find it and they said oh we had a party we took it out and it's in that little storage container by the pool. And not kidding you, there's like this little brown plastic storage container, maybe one foot by one and a half feet. And I open it up, and sure enough, the cleaner is in there on the bottom, and the hoses are coiled up so tightly. I mean, it's just an amazing feat that he got it in there. But of course, that was really difficult to fix. And then I, of course, told him, um, if you're storing it, don't put it in there like that, because that's not going to work well for the cleaner. It took like a month for those hoses to uncoil. I had to actually use some of my spare hoses to make them you know, work properly. Being a week inside there, it looked like one of those snake charmer kind of things. So it was pretty crazy, and you don't want to do that. Now with the pressure cleaner, you can definitely coil the hoses up. I don't think it's a problem. You just want to lay them out long lengthwise, at least for a day before you put it back in. But you can just stretch it out lengthwise when you store it. It's kind of, you know, a hazard and kind of burdensome to have like 30 feet of uh, of the hose sticking on your deck. But you can do that. But with the pressure cleaner, those hoses don't really retain the memory that well. They also have swivels in them. And you don't want to take those apart. It's kind of a pain. So with a pressure cleaner, if you're going to take it out for a week, I don't mind if the customer takes it out and coils up the hoses. Um, not tightly coiled, but just coils them up and stores it in the back. And then when you put it in the pool, just kind of stretch it out. And it should be fine. Long-term storage like that definitely is going to have a memory. But for short-term storage, you should be fine. I also recommend disconnecting your pressure side cleaner from the quick disconnect when you clean the filter. Whether it be a cartridge filter or D filter. A lot of times, it'll get clogged up by some things that go back into the line. It's really no fault of how you clean the filter. Because when you take the lid off, sometimes water will drain back through the return line or suction line. And then when you turn the pool on, it's going to clog up the screen in the quick disconnect. And then the pressure cleaner is not going to operate properly. So to kind of bypass that or short circuit that or prevent that, I guess is a better word. I disconnect my pressure cleaners from the wall whenever I clean the filter and leave them disconnected until I get everything charged up. So if it's a D filter, I'll recharge the D. And then after about a minute or two, I'll make sure that everything is running well, turn off the pump, reattach the pressure cleaner, turn everything back on, and you're good to go. Probably one of the calls you're going to get from a customer if you don't do this is, hey, my pressure cleaner is not moving in the pool. You know, my Polaris isn't moving. And sure enough, when you go there, you'll take the disconnect off and you'll see the screen, the little thimble screen. It's full of debris from when you clean the filter. So kind of prevent that by disconnecting it during your filter cleaning and then reconnecting it. Now that quick disconnect could break into the wall. Basically, those little tabs will snap off and then you can't get it out of the wall because it's kind of seized in there from just the, being calcified. One way to prevent that is when you install it, to use Teflon tape around it. And that way, it's not going to calcify in the wall or kind of jam in there and you can't get it off. So the best way to remove it, I have a video on this, and I think you could refer to that. But the best way to remove one where you can't get it off because the tabs are broken and you can't turn it because it's really stuck in there 
is to actually put the quick disconnect back in. It's not going to hold, so just put it back in there. Hold it with your hand, and then use a pair of channel locks to turn out the wall fitting. Because if you turn it, tr try turning it out when it's empty or hollow, that's when you're going to crack it and break it. But if you have the quick disconnect in there, kind of setting in there but not locked in because the tabs are broken, you can actually use the channel locks and turn it. And just by having that in there, it shouldn't crack or break on you and you should be able to get it out. So try that little trick if you have a um, the threaded wall fitting is stuck in there after the quick disconnect broke off. Now they make a tool to get it out, but it has to have those little tabs there. And typically, 99% of the time when it breaks off, those tabs come out. And so that tool is pretty much useless. You can use it if the tabs are still there. But in that thread wall fitting, those tabs usually break off, and that's what causes the quick disconnect to come out. And this kind of happens from taking off the cleaner over and over again. And so if you have clients that take their cleaner out multiple times, I suggest getting that wall fitting, the threaded wall fitting out, putting some Teflon tape around it, and then putting it back in. And that way you don't have that risk of it. When it does break, the risk of you not being able to get it out and replacing it. And last, I think if you do pool service and you have a lot of automatic cleaners on your route, I highly recommend carrying spare parts for all the cleaners on your route. I know this can get a little crazy, especially with the Polaris parts because, you know, the backup valve and all the other parts are kind of large, the wheels. But I have a separate container with all the Polaris parts in there. I even have extra hoses, extra, of course, extra swivels and bearings for the wheels. And so I can rebuild the Polaris right there on the deck if I needed to. I usually take it with me and rebuild it. And this kind of helps when you have a spare Polaris cleaner. So if you have a lot of pressure cleaners on your route and you sold someone a new one, take that old one, kind of rebuild it, and keep it as a spare so that when you need to rebuild a client's cleaner, you can actually put your spare pressure cleaner in there. And so while you're rebuilding their cleaner, you have one in the pool running. For suction side cleaners, I definitely recommend having spare cleaners. I have several spare navigators that people just hand me because their navigators aren't working. And I'll use those. I'll rebuild those and use those as spare cleaner. So if I have to take a cleaner out for a major repair, I'll put, you know, one of my spare cleaners in there. And that way the suction side cleaner is working in the pool while I'm fixing the other one. Now, if you don't have time to tinker with them, I have a lot of YouTube videos, by the way, you know, basic on, on every cleaner, how to rebuild them and how to fix them. But if you don't have time to tinker with automatic cleaners, you can just take it to your local Leslie's pool store and they'll fix the cleaner and just charge you for the parts. And definitely the customer can do that or you can do that yourself. You can sometimes take it to your pool corp location and the guys behind the counter can usually fix it. They may charge you 25 bucks or 30 bucks to do it, but they can do it there also. It just depends on their level of knowledge and repairing the cleaner. And definitely if you don't have time to do it, which can be time consuming, it can be a hassle. Definitely take it to your local Leslie's to be fixed. Now, if a robotic pool cleaner breaks down, you're going to have to send that back into the manufacturer. I highly recommend purchasing a robotic pool cleaner from a retail pool store. That way, if there's a problem with it, you can bring it back in and they can fix it. Now, if you sell the customer a robotic pool cleaner, be aware of the warranty stations for that cleaner. Most of them are local. Some you have to send in and it could be a hassle. But you really can't fix a lot of the problems that a robotic pool cleaner yourself, and so you have to send that in. So that's kind of one of the downsides of a robotic pool cleaner. The upside is that they're great and they clean the pool well. There's that downside is you can't usually work on them poolside or in your garage to get them up and running again. 
So basically, you want to have all the spare parts for the cleaners again. You want to have diaphragms for the Zodiac cleaners. You want to have tracks for the MX cleaners. You want to have, you know, gears and other parts that you can swap out when you need to. And definitely anything you can do poolside, do it and get the cleaner back in within 10 or 15 minutes. But if it's a longer repair, definitely take it home and fix it. But I definitely think, you know, having an automatic cleaner running in the pool every week is a great way to keep the pool clean. And so if you do take one out, have a spare cleaner to put in there so that the pool will have a cleaner that week and it's not going to be a hassle for you when you go back and clean it the following week. And of course, along with the spare parts, you want to carry spare cleaner hoses, especially if you have a lot of suction cleaners, carry spare hoses because dogs will chew them, raccoons will chew them, they'll get cracked and ripped, and you want to make sure you have the proper hose length in the pool every week. So carry three or four hoses in the back of your truck. If you have a Polaris 360, order extra 10 feet hoses for those also. And if you have standard Polaris cleaners on your route, order you know one length of the pressure cleaner hose that way if there's a problem you can replace that the hoses usually are pretty bulletproof they're really thick but i've had occasions where they have broken and having the spare hose you know maybe not on your truck but having it for the following week you have it in your house is definitely something you need to have so the spare hoses definitely come in handy now if you're looking for other podcasts that i recorded in automatic cleaners just go to my website swimmingpoollearning.com and then on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to my podcast site where you can just type in the search box and search for different things about automatic cleaners. And I have a lot of podcasts recorded on that. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining. And again, you can learn more from my website, swimmingpoollearning.com or from poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.